You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check-In. My name is Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. Hi. I thought Hi. Kate was going to have some sort of a quippy comeback. Oh, I know. She always uh, but has she a... didn't. And I totally planned off. one, and then I was busy trolling you before we started recording and forgot it. So, yay. <laughs> I Got messed it. Up awesome. you up well, by no not worries. having something. <laughs> there it's you all go. good. It's like all it. good. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad all three of us are here. We're going to do a check-in this week. Talk a little bit about what we've been watching in the world of geekdom or the nerdy things that we've really been enjoying over the past few weeks. But before we dive into that, Tyler's got some bits of news that I think all of us are very interested to hear about. So Tyler, what's in the headlines? Well, this is a, this is a news article. It's actually from, I think, last week, but uh, this is our, our first check-in since it's come out. And I'm yeah, I just kind of want to see what you guys think about this. Uh, they are starting a new Battlestar Galactica reimagining, which basically I feel like they have they've announced that so many times since the reimagining finished in 2000. What was it? It was going to say we're rebooting the reboot or yeah. does reimagining have a different flavor than reboot? This it seems like it honestly it it seems like a new it seems like just a, a new reboot. Uh, I, I really don't completely understand how and why that they are uh redoing this iconic series but i guess hmm. that's fine like why not Who? pick up or i think it's I, as far as I, I i've got it i've got it all of yeah. the humans are actual boots and the fracking toasters are actual toasters see they could just actually do that right they could actually it's do like that. the the rated g version maybe. <laughs> yes uh but yes the, uh, okay so this is what's what's frustrating me here is like we're they're saying uh there's quotes so first, it's by the showrunner of the showrunner will be um, uh, the guy uh, Sam Esmail from who did Mr. Robot. So on one hand, that gives me some. I haven't watched a lot of Mr. Robot. I watched the first season. That gives me yeah. some hope because it was what I've seen as a good show, and it, it it got a lot of praise. Well, Mr. Robot really emphasized uh, making sure that they got the tech and the coding mm-hmm. as right as possible for everything. So if that kind of attention to detail translates to BSG, the reimagining i don't know what that looks like because it's much more science fictiony right yeah see i I don't i i don't fully know and and actually i I misspoke he's not the showrunner he's a part of the creative team the showrunner now here's where the problem goes the showrunner uh is michael leslie who is responsible for the assassin's creed movie which is an unfortunate thing and uh but he will create write and executive produce the show so it could be his redemption. Um, it, maybe it would be, but at the same time, like whatever you think of the ending, I guess a lot like Lost, uh, Battlestar Galactica was a fantastic show. What's your guys' experience with with the show? Well, I understand it also was a defining show for people who did not yeah. watch science fiction started watching it, much in the way that Game of Thrones people who did mm-hmm. not watch fantasy started watching because of Game of Thrones. For sure, it put the Sci Fi Channel on the map. It did uh, it, up or, until that point. Back on the map. Back on the map after being unfortunate for a little while there. Yeah, I'm not sure it had too much great stuff before or since Battlestar. I can't think of anything. <laughs> uh, the Expanse great. was we can't completely throw even though they got rid of it. We yeah. can't completely throw them out of that. That was their advertisers, yeah. not them. They yeah. wanted it. 
Yeah. But anyway. So here's so here's my question: Where is this going to be? Is this on Sci-Fi? Is this? Oh where, no! Where are we? It's going to be on Peacock, the new NBC oh, streaming NBC. platform. Of so course. Yeah. I hope they of don't course. make the same okay. mistake as CBS, where CBS keeps forgetting that they have a streaming platform that doesn't have to abide by network TV rules exactly. and then does dumb things. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so yeah. that you're right though. That is something that it can do. It can push the envelope, and and I will say. Battlestar Galactica did push the envelope pretty pretty far in terms of content, in terms of sexual content, in terms of uh, like violence and things like that. It, it was for its time. It was pretty. It was pretty good for what it was trying to do. Um, this it could... was very gritty, very 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 mm-hmm. different from anything else, any sci-fi that people had been seeing. Seeing, you know, it, oh, yeah. it, it was. I it still is known for, and I still love, you know, the in space sequences where. They acted as if there was a cameraman in I space who had that. to Just rack and focus zooming. and yeah. zoom, yeah, all that stuff. And it that that similar kind of aesthetic also came over very quickly to the Expanse, which is the reason mm-hmm. why I didn't watch the Expanse early on because it just looked like a copy and paste of yeah. the style, anyway, of uh, Battlestar. But then, of course, you know, right. I fell in love with the Expanse. But um, you know yeah. that that aesthetic that was new. They created it. Yeah. So say yep. we all. So anyway, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, not to belabor it too much. It's just I, I, I don't see the point in the reboot. You know, like what's what's what did they not do? What gap are they filling? You know that that wasn't done before. They, you know, that creative team, the original creative team, had done, um, you know, prequel stuff. They had done sequel stuff. They had done way prequel stuff. So I guess where are they going Here's with this? Here's a theory. Yeah. Now that you've told me it's on Peacock. Yeah. It could be the, uh, so you have the original show, what was it, in the 70s, or, you know, with Lauren mm-hmm. Green and the others. Um, that was a lot more family-friendly than yeah. our reboot was. So maybe this is going True. to be somewhere in the middle oh. where it's, sure, today's audience, but a kind wider audience. Kind of like Lost audience. in Space. Right. Yeah, because Lost in Space is, it's gritty in but, its own way, but it's certainly much yeah. more family-friendly. Yeah. But it needs okay. to find that, a way to still be distinct because otherwise yeah. it's just going to be boring. Right. Well, right. man, how do you, just how do you get – how do you top, you know, uh, Admiral Adama and, and like, just Edward James almost in his presence? And well, the answer is you don't top you don't. them. You find yeah. a you find different a new... way to do things. Well, yeah. What right. I'd love to see them do is – did you guys watch the um, the HBO series Watchmen? Did you watch mm-hmm. I did. that at all? I'd love to see them do that, where it True. doesn't actually take away from anything that star- yeah. that sci-fi did, and it just kind of builds mm-hmm. on to, um, because trying mm-hmm. to retell any of that is going to be stupid and silly. That would be a right. bad idea. Yeah. There should not be a Starbuck. There should not be exactly. an Adama. It's like, be all in of the that. same universe, but yeah. or in it's a, a big similar universe. universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully that's what they do. Yeah. We'll see. All right. That's, so that's my news for the week. That's it. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you for that update. Um, yeah, I know I'm excited about any you know, any sci-fi on television. Yeah. I'm excited about. I'm, that's I'm that's true. And, and honestly, I want to be hopeful that it looks good, that it feels good. It's just, yeah, do you need it? Who yeah, knows? That's fine. Well, yeah, we, we, yes, who knows? We'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out shortly, I'm sure. Okay, so we're going to hop into our check-in segment now. Uh, Let's see what we've been watching over the last couple of weeks uh, that we can recommend to you, our audience. Now, we'd love to hear from you as well. So please head over to our social media and let us know what you think of our picks. And also tell us what you're watching and what we should be watching. Facebook, Twitter, 
all those places. We'd love to have a conversation with you about these things. So Tyler, why don't you go ahead and tell us first, what have you been geeking into lately? Uh, so I, I discovered, well, this isn't a discovery. This is a rediscovery of uh, yeah. something that I, I started a long time ago. For whatever reason, it didn't grab me. Uh, but it's uh, it's a graphic novel series by Brian K. Vaughn called Saga. Mm. Um, oh, yes. And Saga's you know, got a big I rap. Yeah, and I can't remember if I've talked about this on here. I tried to look back and see. I don't think that I have. Um, but it it is, man, it is like, it's, oh, the, the description I read, it was something like Game of Thrones does Narnia or something like that. It is, it's so weird and interesting. It's sci-fi. Can we stop with the Game but, of Thrones comparison? I... I know, but you know, like in in terms of the grittiness, in terms of the it's that's that's what what more people will be able to. to I see. know I, I, it's just annoying because it's becoming meaningless because it's so overused and over. Sure. Anyway, sorry, sure. you were talking and I yes. <laughs> well, it, it's more of you know, it's just it's a it's a dark, it's a gritty, you know, intense thing um, that is also um, firmly rooted in fantasy. It's kind of strange and and also like. Uh, isn't this storybook like isn't it like a once upon a time but... sort of but because like, there's fairies and there's fairy like creatures it's it's, it's so is it different than el- is it a different feel than fables by bill willingham it's yes so it's it's like if it's if fables was sci-fi instead of pure just mm. uh fantasy so yeah but fables fantasy would be a good myth. a good way of of talking about that yeah it's it's kind of Romeo and Julietish. There's been a like a, a war between these two fairy races for a very long time, and they're uh, they're against each other. But then there's this like android race that's in the middle of it all. It's like literally people with TVs for heads. It's very strange. <laughs> um, it's uh, and and so yeah, it's it's told from the perspective of the baby of these two people from opposite sides of this war. She's grown up, mm. but she's telling her story. And um, oh. That explains so it's, some of the covers I've seen in the series, and I've been exactly. told it was groundbreaking in the perspective and who they're featuring. But oh, I didn't yeah. realize it was the baby. Cool. It is. It is, and and it's just very. It's kind of psychedelic in strange places, in strange ways. There's just there's creatures you have never seen before, and and truly like, how in the world did they think about this kind of a thing? It's it is a very intriguing. Um, it's a poignant, emotional story. It's a family story in the middle of this civil war thing. It's mm. it's certainly like I, I will say it's it's on the mature content side, um, and uh, but it is there's characters that you really just immediately gravitate to and fall in love with. And I don't know why it didn't grab me the first time around. Um, cause, cause Kate, one of our friends told us about it, I think a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, yep. and I, I remember picking it up and going back when yep, there was only one issue. For heads, this is stupid. Yeah. I think it had just started and it's, it's halfway through its run. They've said they have a planned certain number of runs in there. They are halfway through right now. So I read the first, um, the first volume of it, the first like big volume, like the ultra collected works. And, um, it's, where did you read uh, it from? I, I got it on hoopla. So it's, it's free there to download. If you've got access to your local library, you know, uh, online, they, um, they have everything that is published out there. And it was a, it was a great reading experience on hoopla. So, yep. Cool. That's why I would cool. say saga by Brian K Vaughn and his, Oh shoot. By his wife. He's the bigger name. Um, he writes it with his wife, which I just discovered while doing some research for it. And I, did not write her name down because I forgot. Um, do they do illustration as well, or is that someone else? Uh, 
you know that I don't know. Maybe maybe she does the illustrations and he and he writes it. But now I can't remember. I, I will take a look at that and, and see if I can pop that in later. But um, but yeah, okay, Saga. Cool. I, I highly highly recommend it. If you're looking for just uh, something different, if you are tired of traditional, yeah, like frankly, like like Kate was doing those traditional Game of Thrones comparisons of things. This is not traditional fantasy. This is it's strange. It's strange, but like but weirdly accessible. <laughs> it's it's I really loved it so. How would yep, you think awesome. it with Sandman by Neil Gaiman? Is it in that I flavor? I think Sandman, mm, that's an interesting comparison. Because Sandman, I have not read all of it. I've read I've read a good chunk of the early stuff. Sandman is, I think this is more accessible. Neil Gaiman sometimes is hard to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I would say in, in terms of weird, they're similar. <laughs> they just okay. like, how in the world did you think about this thing? You know, did you come up with this? That's I, I've had those same some, uh, reactions to, to him. So I would, I would say it's easier to digest, but it's in the Neil Gaiman universe of weird. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> nice. All right, Tyler, anything else you wanted to chat about uh, or, Oh yeah. I mean, I've got some, some more things. Uh, so that was the thing I've been reading lately. Um, uh, I, I discovered a show uh, again, this is a show I've seen around for a while. It's on. Um, it's it's ended now, um, but I, I hear that there's like a potential for for more to come out. It's actually on the My Little channel. Pony. My Little Pony. Yes, that's it. That's, You're a brony yeah. now. Ugh, gross. No, I can't. Uh, uh no. Oh, um, sorry. I apologize to all the brony listeners out there who were offended just, just offended. now by Tyler's dismissal. I apologize. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, but no, I can't. Um, so the the next. I mean, Rainbow thing Dash watching, is like the best. I'm not. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I can't anymore. Um, the thing I've been watching is a movie is a show. Sorry, it's an anthology series called Channel Zero. And f- I feel like yes. Chris, did you tell me about this? No, I mean I've heard about it. I've not ever watched it. But that 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 okay, is on I Sci-Fi, thought- right? Yeah, it's on Sci-Fi. Uh, it was. It, it ended, I think, yeah. last year um, after, I believe, four seasons. Um, maybe it was five. Yeah. Uh, it is – it's super intriguing. I, I just watched the first season, so I, I can't say, you know, does it tank in the ratings and that's why it's done. I, I don't know. Um, but it it was it was a really well-done first season. It is um, – so it's an anthology um, – I think you have to classify it as a horror series, but it's not like American Horror Story. It's not like ultra gory, ultra ultra messed up. It's it's certainly mm-hmm. I'd say it's more creepy. It's based on some creepy pasta stuff, um, but like but made oh creepy pasta yeah, but made not trashy. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> uh, it, it's like I wouldn't have known if I didn't know ahead of time going into it. I don't think that I would have said that's what this nice. is from. Um, it's it's just it's really well made. The first season is about. Um, is about a TV show uh, that everybody, um, like a TV show from the seventies that that all of these characters remember, but nobody can like prove exists. But it had this deep, profound, oh, disturbing impact on them. So it's and, it's 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 the entire season is one story. Is that what yes, you're saying? Yes. And then so it's yes, like the American Horror Story in that is way. An anthology. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was an anthology season. A series is in like uh, each episode, like Twilight. Like or Twilight Black Zone, Mirror. not Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each yeah. season is a different story. Uh, Interesting. And I don't okay, know if awesome. it's like American Horror Story where they keep the same cast or similar cast or whatever, but right. but um, it's got uh, the guy who plays Mark Brandanowitz in it. It's got Fiona Shaw, who is fantastic. Oh, I love uh, Fiona Shaw. She is She's amazing awesome. in it. She does not get top billing in any way. Like, she I don't think she shows up until the second or third episode, but like she is 
easily the best part of the of the show. Just to watch her act is she's, like she's in Killing Eve, and I've seen yeah. many other Brit TV shows. She's she's yeah wonderful. She's so good. Uh, um, some of our if you if you, if you don't watch Killing Eve, she was also Aunt Petunia in the Harry Potter movies, which doesn't give her justice. Like that's probably not just her all. most like no, that's probably her most like exposure Mainstream in terms of, uh, of a role. Yeah. But she but has her acting chops beyond all belief. Yeah. Um, yeah. So honestly, watching the first season just for that, it is creepy. But I, I, I truly wouldn't say it's actually it's horror. Um, it's got a lot of like, um, you know, kids with ESP and or kids with weird powers and stuff. And and it's it's just an interesting, interesting show. So yeah, I would I would highly cool. recommend Channel Zero. Um, highly recommend. I would really? highly so recommend this... it. It is. It okay. Really, right. I binged it in a day. I plan on just watching oh, an episode. Oh my gosh. Um, it's. I think it's eight episodes. She's strapped on like your diaper like and your yeah. your your drink straw. And... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> just let it go. Guys, just let it go. Come on. Just, so, just do it. Yeah. Where Where can you watch this? Uh, I had gotten. Um, I had actually gotten DVDs a while ago. And and had them like sitting around, and I forgot that I got them. Like I went to the library right before everything closed down and got a ton of stuff, and I actually found it in a stack. So I don't know where it's streaming. It's on. It's the Sci-Fi Channel. I, I assume it's probably on their um, on their channel. If you have like a like a got it. Um, subscription so you can go to, to justwatch.com and see or just watch. Yeah, oh, I could, which I could do. You know, right now while we're talking about it, and I could like inform you guys where it's actually streaming. But oh, so I don't, don't know. be so um, helpful, no, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I haven't also moved into the next uh, into the next season because I don't know where to watch it. Um, Got it. So, are you like super is... eager to get into the next season, or are you moving on to something else for now? Oh yeah, like I'm. No, I'm I'm for sure eager to get into the next season. It was. Oh, get out of town! Well, okay, it's on Shutter, which I subscribe to, so I could have gotten it on HD instead of DVD quality. But uh, yeah, so I will I will do that. Um, <laughs> it's all on Shutter, uh, and I love Shutter. Shutter, by the way, just a, a good. A great horror uh, streaming service. So, all right, is that's, that that's everything, Tyler? I've or? got more I could talk about, but I want to. Sure. We're running. We're running on time, so I want to. I want to get you guys a chance to, to talk. So, sounds good. All right, Kate, how about you? Well, I am really excited to talk about Tales from the Loop on Amazon Prime. I'm so intrigued by this show. You should be. Uh, I watched it uh, with my husband over a few days, and it's eight episodes. It is brilliant sci-fi. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's um, it's cerebral sci-fi, so it's more like Arrival-type sci-fi than it is Battlestar hmm. Galactica That's the right sci-fi. comparison to make to get us to make to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- so the cool thing is, is there's a, a Swedish artist, Simon... Stalin I don't remember exactly how his last name is pronounced, but he is known for taking a common scene like a father and daughter playing outside and then putting something odd in it, technological, that you're like, it doesn't seem to fit like a robot in the middle of a family scene or whatever. And so hmm. the creators of the show found his art and went, it would be really interesting to tell stories in that world. And so they bought the rights to that. And that's exactly what they did. And so you have eight episodes where each of uh, each episode follows a different set of characters, but they're all interconnected and in the same town. And then eventually it wraps around at the end and it puts more pieces together. But it's a world with a lot of mystery in it. And a lot of the mystery goes unexplained in a way that you're okay with it because it just makes it a deep 
fascinating world and the mystery supports really strong character storytelling Hmm. Um, amazing i had no idea see i've been very very leery of amazon and their understandably uh, exclusives because i watched one episode i think it was called like electric dreams yeah it was and it was was like the worst garbage i'd seen i was like i'm not so i just i just i just kind of stayed away from it but i mean that sounds incredible i i definitely gonna have to check that out that sounds amazing this absolutely is. I mean, we have an episode that deals with stopping time. There's a parallel world episode. There's Ooh, one okay. with right. two people switching See. consciousnesses. Um, but it's a uh, quiet, brilliant storytelling rather than a flashy whiz-bang in your face kind of thing. You just sort of watch it and finish and go, oh, I need to talk about this now. Kind of good. Um, so Nathaniel wow. Halpern cool. is the creator and writer for it and he was also a writer on legion uh the killing outcast um uh that had different directors for each uh episode but jody foster was the director of the finale episode um great we have actors uh rebecca hall paul schneider jonathan price um shane cruz which if you know who he is he Shane Carruth did Primer. Have you seen Primer? Like one of the ultimate mm-hmm. geek movies of messing with time. He was like the the writer, director, producer for that. He's in it briefly. So it's there's even an actor who's a small bit part in this who was also in The Expanse in Star Trek Discovery. So there's nice. there are so many reasons to watch this. I highly recommend it to everyone who likes good, thoughtful sci-fi. Rock on. Yes, I'm sold. I mean, it's basically my favorite sci-fi of 2020 that's new to me so far. Ooh. Holy cow. That's good. All right. Okay. Well, what else? You're starting there, Kate. I mean, where are we going from there? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's only downhill from there, I'm sorry to say. But that does not mean that my next recommendation is pointless or useless or anything else like that. Um, (laughs) We've been exploring Turkish TV on Netflix as well. And oh, um, okay, I was not. Think, I was. I, did, I listen. If you would ask me, that. where is she going next? <laughs> Turkish TV. I wouldn't have. There was not going to be where I was going to guess, man. That was just that. That was. Uh, out of I myself field. have been know. in Uzbekistani TV, so I. I don't. I oh, mean, well, I, I haven't made my way over. Kazakhs to the Turkish are yet, better so. than the Uzbeks. Or wait, no, I shouldn't be saying that. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so if you want something that's much more CW show like Arrow and and the shows like that, there's a show on there called The Protector Hmm. and it's modern day Istanbul and this guy does not know it. He discovers that his family heritage, they're all protectors from these immortals whose job it is to, you know, ruin the world kind of thing. Ooh. So it's, there's a, you know, a talisman dagger and a shirt that when he puts it on, he's invincible. We've been making jokes. We've been stealing the line from Star Wars Rogue One and co-opting it to say, I am one with the shirt. The shirt is with me and other bits of fun. So <laughs> nice. it's... <laughs> it's more brainless popcorn kind of fun except you have to watch subtitles i don't do dubbing i know some people like them i prefer not because dubbing never seems to quite yeah. match the character for me and that can ruin shows so anyway uh you've got uh hakan the main character yeah. and uh one of the loyal ones uh zainab and she is kick butt so uh if you want much lighter somewhat sometimes sillier fair 
if you like CBW type shows, the protector of Turkish TV is great. All right, Kate. Well, that was great. Thank you very much. Oh, that kind of rhymed a little bit, didn't it? Hey, I like it when I, when I accidentally rhyme. That's good. That's the kind of quality podcasting you're a poet. You, you didn't yeah. know it. That's right. Well, I'm excited to try out those uh, that first series anyway. The second one, I'm I'm not a CW fan at all. So when you described it as a CW show, I was like, you know, I'm just going to avoid that because I tried Crisis on Infinite Earth. They're like crossover event. Did you guys try mm. that at all? I didn't know. I'm not normally I a actually, CW watcher, so that's where. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but, but, but okay. All right. Well, it, that was, I kind of liked it, but it didn't grab me enough for me to keep watching. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll see what happens. But yes, that 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 first one, I I want to try. Um, that sounds interesting, and uh, I'll, I'll dip my toe in. I'll let cool. you guys know <laughs> what I thought. Nice. All right. So I've been watching a couple of things. I'm going to move real quick because I feel like we are over time here a little bit longer than we normally go for these short little check-ins but i have been um watching disney gallery the mandalorian this is a series about that yeah yeah this is a series behind the scenes it's kind of like the behind the scenes um bonus features you'd get on a blu-ray uh for uh the mandalorian series Mm. um uh, in-depth interviews with the creative team, the directors, the producers, actors. It is really, uh, it's fascinating. And uh, I would highly recommend it. If you're interested in kind of, you know, how things get made, if you're a Star Wars fan and you want to hear about, like Dave Filoni, like I knew him. He's the creative force behind Clone Wars too, right? He is, yes. Yeah, the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. Um, I, I have a feeling they, the way in which they edit him in this they pretty much, they pretty much make him the the heir to the throne. Uh, oh, he's the new George him, Lucas. Yes, and they make him feel ah. like they just they're just talking about how he he knows everything. How like if you have a Star Wars question about like is this can we put this prop on on there? He'll come over and say no, that's from like the wrong era or that's like from mm. the wrong I've, placement. I've that heard that about here. him. I, I've heard that's yeah. why he got the Clone Wars job. Basically, was yeah. was he was like George Lucas would go to him for yes. for questions. Yeah, but does that actually yeah. translate and, to good storytelling? Because you can be a, a walking Wikipedia, but not necessarily tell great stories. True. Although yeah, Clone Wars, I'm watching through. I should have made this my update. Clone Wars, I'm watching through it right now. It mm-hmm. is. It's excellent. I, I had never first couple seasons are rough, but I'm in season four and it is really, really compelling. Good. I would say good. It's good. Star Wars. Oh, that's it's, good to know. Yeah, it's great. And apparently season that where it just finished. Um, uh, my girlfriend just just finished it. She's she had watched it a long time ago and and the, the season seven just came out. So she just finished it and she said the last four or five episodes are like a movie. Um, and it's it's like a prequel to. Uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith in the best way. Character, plot, everything. She said it is it is the best prequel movie. So hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, sorry I mean, to hijack I, that. I, I, no, it's fine. I don't know what you guys thought about The Mandalorian, but I I, liked I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I, I think it was well executed, mm-hmm. much better than Rise of Skywalker yeah. in every single way. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, not even that's a in low the same bar. So, yeah, I know, I know, but I mean, like, as far as like new, st- new Star Wars goes, uh-huh. um, it, it, it's, it's a much better feel for the what I, I think Star Wars should feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think if you're going for a feeling, if you're going for, and I think storytelling as well, mm-hmm. anyway, I, it's just fascinating. Uh, and that's just a little tidbit. I mean, that, that's not even a part of this. It, there's a whole, it's just a lot of 
really interesting conversation talk. Uh, Taika Waititi uh, is is in there. They're talking with him about his process. Like it just. It's fascinating. You you should definitely check it out. It's called Disney Gallery: The Mandalorian. Also in Disney Plus news, this is the kind of like oh, very, I'm so excited, <laughs> yes. very peripheral uh, <laughs> geeky news. But on uh, July 3rd, yes. they're going to be premiering Hamilton. Oh man, uh, it's it's the live performance from the original cast. What? So if you're a Hamilton fan, um, if Can't if wait. you're a the if you're a the- theater nerd, um, July 3rd, right in time for. The 4th of July, everybody. Take your uh, shot. Better. Come oh, yeah. on. Come on. Anyway, so I'm excited I want to be in the room where that one happens. <laughs> okay, let's stop. Will we get to All do right, a Disney uh, gallery to see how the sausage is made? Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, so, so here's my question, Chris, and I don't know if you, I don't know, if you know this, because I, I just discovered Gallery 2. So I, I have not watched any of yeah. it, but I just finally, I just saw it pop up on, on uh, my Disney Plus feed. Is it... Um, because gallery is a generic enough name. Do you think that they're going to be doing this kind of behind the scenes stuff for further productions? Or is my it- my imagination will be yes that they'll yeah. do a season. One one season will be Star Wars: The Mandalorian. The next season will be whatever yeah. it is. The, the third is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the third season will be you know The Mandalorian season two. Sure. Yes, I think get the, obviously Disney Gallery is is it's it's meant to be their behind the scenes cool. of their their shows is what it seems like to me. And I don't know that for sure, but that's what it certainly because it, it's like. it's a yeah it's a it's a removed enough name that yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very good. Cool. You should watch it, check it out. Uh it's 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 amazing. How so many also episodes? Go ahead. Uh I don't know. I think I, th- I think they're still rolling them out. I oh, think they are. You know, okay. Dis- Disney Plus does the whole weekly uh, model. Um, I've only seen, I think I've seen like an episode and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. I don't think I finished the second episode. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I have. But the first episode alone is worth your time. Uh, Great. It really is. Um, so speaking of really, I know you, you had talked about like highbrow sci-fi Kate, mm-hmm. like you were talking about like really high. Um, so there's this new show on Hulu called solar opposites. Um, it's from the creator of Rick and Morty. Mm. Um, and, uh, it is, it's the opposite of highbrow sci-fi. <laughs> it is the lowest of the low and I love it. Um, and it's Justin Roiland who is, you know, he's he's the voice of most of the folks uh, on Rick and Morty. If you like Rick and Morty, you're going to like Solar Opposites. They they dropped all, I think there's eight episodes um, on on Hulu. So all eight episodes were available the entire season all at once. Um, and uh, it is funny and fun and if you like that kind of humor you're going to and in like sci-fi in particular you're going to have a great time wow. uh, with solar opposites uh i'm i'm enjoying it i think i've watched four or five episodes already um almost done got it got, got a few more to to finish it up but i i it is so in my wheelhouse it's not even funny so actually it is funny solar opposites solar opposites okay and cool chris for rick and morty you gave us a great uh verbal mimicry of the show do you have one for this show <laughs> no not yet you know what's interesting is that these this is um this is so think of this like um a 19 like a 90s sitcom um and it's it's a family of aliens mm-hmm. that crash land on in in America uh, and they have to basically you know become become a part of their neighborhood and they oh it, cool it's genuinely the, the, it, that it's is right it's up so my alley. it's so stupid it's so dumb 
like for, for instance like the 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 kids the teenagers decide that they want to do an experiment because they're very smart they're aliens they know a lot more than we do but so they start doing like these experiments and they shrink um all, all these people they don't like into like really like small you know shrink them way way down like a like honey, uh, honey i, I shrunk the, the kids. kids yeah exactly and then put Ooh. them in like an ant farm and they <laughs> they basically watch them as an, in an ant farm and there's an entire society that begins to build in this ant farm wow um it is it's amazing. I mean, it's so dumb. It all of them are so extreme and crazy. But at the same time, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's a cool sci-fi concept. Very similar to how Rick and Morty does it. It's so dumb. It's crass. And and of course, there it's on Hulu, so it's not on um, you know even like uh, extended cable or whatever. So yeah. there there's full on cursing and and it's more <laughs> it's more, even more crass than than Rick and Morty is. Hmm. Um, so anyway, oh, highly recommend it. Um, and, uh, if you like that kind of thing, uh, you'll like it. I was going to also mention that I watched bloodshot, but I'm not even going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but I did watch it and I actually did it get quite a, loved a VOD it. released release. Yeah. 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 It's, it's available to rent. Mm-hmm. It's available to rent. I know that. It, so it yeah. is not watch, worth watching then. No, it's very much worth, worth watching. Is it? I think it was, I thought it was great. Oh, I'm yes. excited. Ooh. I, 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 I enjoy silly, dumb stuff. Yeah. I mean, Rick and Morty, solar well, like opposites, bloodshot. superheroes, right? Is yeah yeah it, it is it, it I, I could i could take or leave vin diesel I, you know he's he's but the concept here is actually if, if you haven't watched a trailer do not don't watch the trailer don't don't even look, just if you want to have a fun like silly sci-fi action movie yeah watch bloodshot without knowing anything about it and i guarantee you're gonna have a good time well, I, so, yeah and I, I never watched trailers oh that's exciting oh okay don't don't just wa- rinse it tonight i, I and, and text me afterwards tell me what you thought i'd be i'd love to know what you think i'm very intrigued all right that's it i think that's we've done it right we is have. there anything I, else that yeah it, i think we're good awesome the fantastic all right kate so take us home Alrighty, you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at geek card check until next time i aim to misbehave 